This is the morning brief from the Economic Times. India won't fill the world's wheat void. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has among many problems created an impending food shortage for the world. Russia and Ukraine alone supply a fourth of the world's wheat demand and that is now in jeopardy. As countries face a shortage of wheat, everyone turned to India to break bread with the world. India is one of world's largest wheat cultivators. However, the grain is barely exported. The Indian government too saw this as an opportunity to become a major wheat exporter. But then a sudden u-turn in policy left everyone puzzled and even angry india bans wheat exports to control the rising prices within the country this is being seen as a u-turn by the government as just 2 days ago they had set a massive target of 10 million tons of export agriculture ministers from the group of seven industrialized nations on saturday condemned india's decision to ban unapproved wheat exports after the country was hit by a punishing heat wave this was kind of a surgical strike even those who were demanding that some kind of restriction should be put they were surprised by the sudden decision of the government declared on may 13 to totally stop wheat exports The global community is upset that India is not rising to the occasion. What led the Indian government to backtrack and how will this impact the world? What will be the implications for the Indian market? Let's find out. It's Thursday, 19th of May from the Economic Times. I'm Nehal Chaliawala and you are listening to India's Veto on Wheat on the Morning Brief. If India is one of the largest wheat growers, why is it not a big exporter already? That's the first question that hit me. So earlier in the past, we hardly exported wheat for two, three reasons: that we were not self-sufficient in food. That was first. We were just producing just enough for our requirement, and then since we were not a consistent exporter, we hadn't established markets. Our wheat quality was not accepted in in the world. because they were not exposed to it that's my colleague jayashree bhosle jayashree has been closely tracking this issue and has her ears tuned to the power corridors as well as the markets even if we had surplus wheat during past 4 to 5 years uh, no one would buy our wheat because our, there were quality concerns and the good quality wheat was available elsewhere in the market and because of our msp indian wheat prices were higher than the global wheat prices uh, mm. that was one of the major reasons why we couldn't export had it been very cheap then probably some countries could have purchased msp or minimum support price is the floor price that the government guarantees for wheat and other crops the government buys crops from farmers at this rate and no one can legally purchase at a lower price As Jayashree mentioned, the MSP for wheat was often higher than the global prices. But then, Russia's invasion of Ukraine changed the equation. Now, when the global prices started increasing, obviously Indian wheat became competitive. 
In fact, it became cheaper. There was an arbitrage of $100 per ton when compared to the global crisis. Obviously, there was more demand for Indian wheat and uh, our exports had started increasing right from January. So if we uh, look at the 21-22 export figures, India achieved its record exports of around more than 7 million tons. The Indian government sprang into action. It put efforts in place to make it easier to export wheat while also ensuring good quality. And it had good reason to do that. You see... India produced excess wheat for the last five years. The government ended up buying more than it required to meet public distribution schemes and other obligations. Carrying this excess inventory was becoming a problem. Government thought the wheat production this year in the 22-23 season would be 111 million tons. So mm-hmm. government thought that we can easily export around 10 million to 12 million tons of the excess wheat. So Commerce Ministry and the Food Ministry decided to help promote Indian wheat in the international market in every way possible. Commerce Ministry started sending delegations to various countries. The government of Madhya Pradesh, which is one of the largest producers of wheat, it announced that it will give some kind of incentive, financial incentive to the exporters to facilitate the entire procedure. They also set up a special desk and uh, they gave some concession in the Mandi taxes, the market fee that is charged on exporters. The focus on export started paying off. Farmers preferred to sell to exporters who were paying up to 25% more than the MSP of 2015 rupees per quintal. The stars seemed to be perfectly aligned so far. Then what went wrong? We got that heat wave in the month of March. Month of Mm -hmm. March was the warmest ever recorded month in last 122 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, that changed everything. Wheat is a winter crop. It is sensitive to heat and an increase in temperature of 1 or 2 degrees can make a huge difference to wheat production. The grains of wheat shriveled to the size of cumin seeds. Go figure. The government revised its estimate of wheat production down from 111 million tons to 105 million tons. But market watchers believe that the production could be as low as 95 million tons. Suddenly, from being an aspiring exporter, India became anxious for its own food security. The Indian government cut its wheat procurement target from 44 to 19 and a half million tons. The prices started rising further when people started getting a realization that the production could be much lower. Um, As per our sources internally, government had accepted the production could go below 100 million tons. And uh, now it had started impacting the domestic wheat prices. The ATA prices had increased to their highest level in nine years. And uh, this had increased the inflation worries of the government. Then there were the flour millers who had been suffering due to it, not because the prices were higher, but they said that they were not getting wheat in the market. The exporters were taking it to the ports. The investors and holders were buying it at a really fast pace. Some quantity was being also held back by the farmers. The excess wheat that the government buys is sold in the open market after the procurement season. 
It is part of the OMSS or Open Market Sales Scheme. When the government cut its procurement target, it became pretty evident that there would be no surplus to run the OMSS this year. This added to the concerns of Indian millers who relied on OMSS for supplies through the lean months of October and November. They went knocking on the government's door. They approached the government requesting that you please at least regulate the export. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, the interesting fact is that nobody expected that government would ban wheat export. When the prices had started really rising rapidly in the month mm-hmm. of May, Mm-hmm. Everybody was expecting that after the procurement season is over, government might put some kind of cap, like giving a quantitative uh, restriction, like just export might be, say, 5-6 million tons of, of the wheat, mm-hmm. or put uh, um, impose M- export tax, some kind of small break to reduce the speed of exports. But on May 13, the government shocked the world when it said, no more wheat exports. There were some caveats, like wheat already at the ports was allowed to be shipped and exporters who had already received advances could fulfill the orders. But beyond that, it was a hard ban. In fact, the move was so sudden that even within the government, not everyone was anticipating it. So, Ministry of Commerce was really proactive. We know that Minister Mr. Piyush Goel, he was... Uh, in Dubai and uh, various trade delegations through APEDA and other agencies were sent to other countries. So ministry, a commerce ministry was keen on pushing exports. But that towards the end of April and beginning of May, the picture started becoming really clear on the production front to the food ministry. And internally, food ministry was aware that now, uh, after this point, probably will not be able to um, meet the target of our export of 10 million ton. Mm-hmm. So as we see on even on May 12th, Commerce Ministry had announced that they will send delegation to nine countries to mm-hmm. get new export markets. The sources that we spoke to, they told us that probably there was some kind of difference of opinion between these two ministries. Mm-hmm. And um, then the red flag that was raised by Food Ministry probably prevailed. And mm-hmm. the sudden decision was taken. And as the ministry said, the reason for suddenness was also to um, curb any kind of speculation. Everyone came to know about it on the morning of May 14th. So mm-hmm. right from the markets, the Mondays, till the um, vicinity of the port, the ships which were half loaded, everything came to a standstill. Nobody had a clarity about now what. The international community condemned India's move. They expected India to fill the void created by the Russia-Ukraine crisis. After India's ban, wheat prices, which were already high, increased further. On the benchmark Euronext market, wheat jumped to an all-time high of 435 euros per ton. The Indian government has announced a ban on all exports of wheat with the immediate effect. A move that is set to intensify the global shortage created by the war in Ukraine. India's ban on wheat exports has sent global wheat prices soaring. Officials in New Delhi are citing food security concerns as reasons behind the ban. 
Analysts say the ban could now drive world food prices to new peaks, given the already tight supply, which would hit poor consumers in Asia and Africa especially hard. The Indian government has defended its move on three counts. So if we go through the government statements issued on May 17, government has listed three objectives that it has achieved by issuing the export ban order. The first one was ensuring domestic food security. The second one, interestingly, is about global food security. They said that when the wheat exports were in the hand of the private trade, Mm-hmm. More wheat was going to the countries probably which were, you know, just storing it. Probably they did not need so much of wheat right now. Whereas okay. when and the exports are now in the hands of the government, being controlled by the government, mm-hmm. they are saying that they will take care of the food security of countries in our neighborhood. And those mm-hmm. countries who would approach us asking for our wheat. So in no way, India is kind of jeopardizing global food security. We will, in fact, take care of it in a better way. The third point that the government listed was prevention of hoarding. It said that it noticed traders were hoarding wheat in expectations of a windfall as the global shortage worsened. With a ban on exports, the government believes that it has taken that factor out of equation. But the government has clearly upset many with this ban. Not just its international friends, But even within the country, people have opposed the move. They say that it will hurt the farmers who now cannot benefit from the higher prices in the export market. Shiromani Akali Dal Supremo Subbir Singh Badal has termed the export ban as anti-farmers and has demanded that the ban be lifted immediately. On wheat exports, Chidambaram said that banning the export of wheat is an anti-farmer measure. It deprives the farmer of reaping the benefits of higher export prices. This government has never been very friendly to the farmer. But the ban does seem to achieve some of its objectives. The wheat price inflation in India has been tamed a little. In the short term, we can see the wheat prices to soften somewhat and we have started seeing that in the markets. But in the long term, throughout the year till we get next crop, prices will not go back to their earlier levels, uh, say in the past, what they were in the previous year. Because uh, we still do not know what is the actual crop figure. Traders are saying it could be 95 million tons, but the way the ministries are taking decisions, it, what if it is much lower than that? And so prices are going to stay firm. Our puris and rotis are probably not going to be, you know, priced at the levels that they were in mm-hmm. the previous year. So that's where we are at. Climate change is real. A freak heat wave this year has evaporated India's aspiration to become a major wheat exporter. While the government has ensured that Indians do not have to pay more for their rotis, it has upset some of its international friends. The Indian government has staunchly defended itself. It said that it will still export to countries in need. But the numbers would be modest compared to the 10 to 12 million ton ambition set earlier. The bottom line is, India has perhaps lost a big trade opportunity as well as a chance to score brownie points with the West. That's all from us today. 
you've been listening to India's veto on wheat on the morning brief i am your host nehal chiliawala this episode was produced by surbhi modi from economic times and varun kapahi from avaz sound editors indranil bhattacharji from economic times and soundarya jayachandran from avaz special thanks to anirban choudhary executive producer arijit parman if you like this episode do share it on your social media we would really appreciate it goodbye and have a great day ahead credits for all clips used in this episode have been mentioned in the description